You're fucking kidding me. Day three already. I'm still so pumped up. I'm so up and about. I hope you are as up and about as I am. Because today is going to be fucking epic. Man on a mission. This is an incredibly important section of this mentorship. I could probably do an entire program on this alone. Maybe I will. But more importantly, I want you to understand that as a man, you always need to be on a mission. This is literally a prerequisite for masculine excellence. Because having a mission in itself gives your life purpose for the period of time you are on that given mission. It gives you a really crystal clear vision of where you're heading, which allows you to move in that direction with clear intent and purpose. So it's really similar to having a why, but it's less meaningful and more practical, right? Your why is somewhat more existential and it's more powerful and we'll get to that later. Whereas a mission, it's just something that you can work towards in order to obtain a sense of accomplishment, which is a huge part of being a man and chasing masculine excellence. And personally, I always love to have a mini mission running in the background of my life at all times. Not too long ago, I was in Thailand, as a lot of you may know, and I was learning Muay Thai. So that was my most recent mission. Before that, I was training for a marathon, which I ran on my own up and down the same street, 20, 30 laps or some shit like that. Something ridiculous. At the time, that was my mission. Now I'm back on the Gold Coast, training like a madman, and my current mission is to complete the Goggins Challenge in approximately two or three weeks. So that's my current mission. Now, in amongst all of these missions that I've had going on in the background, I've still been working towards my long-term goals, my overarching mission. That being said, I've found that having these shorter-term missions are incredibly important when working towards your longer-term goals, and here's why. Number one, it allows you to stack up a bunch of accomplishments along the way. You see, working towards a very long-term monumental goal, the progress is incredibly slow. You don't get results quickly. Often you might not get results for years. And as men, we're driven by the desire for status and status is earned through accomplishment. So wherever you're currently at on your journey, there is no denying by any means that you would feel better about your existence if you had achieved and accomplished more. And so while achieving your overarching goals takes time, you can achieve mini missions along the way like that. And building a long list of accomplishments it's like building a video game character, right? It takes time. You have to go through the tough shit, go through challenges, but in the end, it creates a powerful individual with a really cool story. And that brings me on to my second point. It allows you to stack up a bunch of proof. So many fucking little geeks talk a big game. You know, they say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, blah, blah, blah. I'm this type of person, I'm that type of person. It's all bullshit. Most people love to preach how great they are and they get caught up in their own bullshit facade of the story that they actually forget to do the thing they're preaching. And I can tell you, I've been there myself. But the beautiful thing about always working towards a mission is that you're constantly stacking up proof. Proof that not only you are the person you claim to be, but proof that you're capable of achieving your goals. Which brings me on to my next point. It allows you to stack up a bunch of confidence. Because accomplishing missions helps you create an indestructible level of self-confidence. Think about it like this. If you're constantly embarking on and achieving countless missions, marathon, Muay Thai, Goggins Challenge, etc., then you're going to feel incredibly competent. You're going to feel incredibly capable. Competence and capability are tied directly to confidence, and so your confidence will skyrocket. Therefore, when it comes to working towards your overarching goals, you're going to feel confident in your ability to achieve them if you're accomplishing many missions along the way. And as a great man once said, Alex Hormozy, confidence doesn't come from shouting affirmations in front of the mirror. It comes from having a stack of undeniable proof that you are who you say you are. 
outwork your self-doubt. If you want to feel more confident, embark on a mission that is tied into your identity, so who you are and who you want to be, and then use that as a tool to prove to yourself and to others that you are exactly who you say you are. And the final point, it helps you build your identity, not because of the achievements, but because of who you become, right? Working towards a mission that's difficult to accomplish, there are going to be challenges. And each time you're faced with a challenge, you essentially have two options. Number one, throw the towel in, or number two, push forwards. And each time you choose to push forwards, move through those challenges, stand up in the face of adversity, you flex your resilience muscle, you flex your discipline muscle, you flex your grip muscle, and all these muscles are then developed. Now, the challenging thing about these traits are you need to be in very specific conditions to practice them, right, in order to flex those muscles. And if you want to become someone who's resilient, you often need to wait for an adversity to pop up so you can actually practice being resilient. Whereas, if you're constantly working towards a mini mission in the background, you have an opportunity every single day to flex that muscle because you have to make the conscious decisions every day to continue chasing that mission, even when it's hard. And in doing so, you're creating a really solid foundation for your identity. And that's only going to strengthen itself over time with more proof and more accomplishments. And so as a result, you're going to close the gap between who you are now and who you need to be in order to achieve your longer term goals. Therefore, I see working towards missions while you're chasing your overarching goals, your purpose and your why as a little cheat code. And not only that, but if you're unsure of what you want your life goals to be, then you're not currently working towards something meaningful. And if you're not working towards anything meaningful, you're going to feel unfulfilled, you're going to feel depressed, you're going to feel lost. And quite frankly, you're going to feel like a useless fuck. <laughs> because at the end of the day, as men, we're hardwired to conquer. And if you're not working towards something, you're not going to feel good. It's as simple as that. And the beauty of having a mission, a little mini mission in the background, is you can pick absolutely anything, whether you like it or not. And you can make that your mission for a set period of time. Might not be exactly what you want to do in life. You might not enjoy the challenges, but what will happen is you're going to learn a lot about yourself. You're going to end up being proud of yourself. You're going to develop a list of incredibly valuable skills and traits. And most importantly, you're most likely going to be one step closer to working out what direction you actually want to go in life because you've had experience. You've been through shit. And so I truly do believe that a lot of men's suffering comes from either not having a purpose, not having a short-term mission, or both. And put as simply as possible, if you aren't working towards something, you're going to feel hopeless. Everyone around you is doing something meaningful while you're just floating through life, waiting to fucking die. Plug in a mission and all of a sudden, you've got a genuine reason to get out of bed. You've got a genuine reason to work hard. And most importantly, you've got a genuine reason to feel useful. Because at the end of the day, feeling like shit just means you feel hopeless, okay? And hopelessness means you don't know what to do, yeah? But if you have a really clear mission in mind, no matter how shit you feel when you wake up, you know what you need to do. And sometimes, sometimes, that's just enough to spark a better day. And so that being said, I want to touch on a really brief point before we come back to creating a mission and how we can actually go about that, which is something I think is equally as important, if not arguably more important than having a mission when it comes to creating that fulfilling lifestyle is having your own good day criteria. So as I said, having a mission is enough to get you out of bed, feeling like you have a responsibility and like you're actually useful to the world. And that's often enough to at least allow you to have a decent day, a semi-decent day. But if we can set out to create a very clear and a very basic set of criteria that we can use to mark a day as either good or bad, life becomes a lot more simple. And I recently did this myself and I found it makes a world of difference. The key is to set input-based criteria, not output-based criteria. So what I mean by that 
is you judge your day and you judge yourself based off of your effort, not the results you get. So for example, instead of saying, you know, if I make five sales at work today, that's going to be a good day, which is outside of your control. You can say, if I make 150 sales calls at work today, that'll be a good day because that's within your control. Because there are so many factors that go into whether you make five sales or not. And as a result, that means it's very much out of your control. Whereas on the flip side, if you make 150 sales calls, that's almost 100% within your control. Unless, you know, the weird fucker in your office eats your phone or some shit like that, the only thing that's going to stop you from achieving that is a lack of effort. And so as a result, you can go into work knowing that the quality of your day is very much within your control. And that gives you a lot of power. And the beautiful thing about this is even if we feel like shit at the end of our day, we put our head on that pillow and we just feel like shit. If we nailed all of our criteria, we know fundamentally that it was a good day because at the end of the day, we are human beings and we're going to have days where we feel like shit. We're just not going to feel great and there's nothing we can do about that. And in fact, I would make the argument that it's a good thing to feel like shit sometimes because it gives you that juxtaposition that allows you to appreciate the good times. And so if you have a day every now and then where you feel like shit, you're just not feeling on top of the world, you can still confidently say you had a good day if you nailed all your criteria. Doesn't, you, you know, you, you nailed all your criteria. Man, good doesn't always need to feel good. Exercising's great, but it's tough. And rarely does it actually feel good in the moment. Learning something new, it's great, but it can be frustrating, it can be time-consuming, and rarely does it feel good in the moment. Approaching women, again, great, but it's scary and rarely does it feel good in the moment. So just knowing that you had a good day, despite not feeling good, is often enough to get you feeling good again a lot quicker. And so just to make this point really, really clear, I'll share with you the criteria that I started to use to grade whether or not I had a good day. It's very simple. Number one, I worked hard on my business in a meaningful way. Cool. Number two, I worked hard on the gym or some form of training. Fantastic. And number three, I spent time either with or talking to good people that I care about and boost my energy. It is as simple as that. You know, I could sit here and say a good day for me would involve getting three new clients and hitting a PB in the gym and making $1,000 and having three new people approach me and all these women ask my Instagram and blah, blah, fucking blah, blah. But the problem with all these things are they are outside of my control. I might have influence over them, but guess what? My effort is what influences the results. And so if I can focus on the effort-based criteria, then the results are going to take care of themselves without me tying my worth to them. And by tying my worth to my effort, I'm 100% in control of how I feel about myself and how good of a day I have at all times. And here's the thing. A good life is a string of good years. A good year, a string of good months, a good month is a string of good weeks, and a good week is a string of good days. And so we got a little bit off topic there, but if you want to create a fulfilling and a wonderful life and you want to ultimately achieve masculine excellence, set some very basic effort-based criteria to grade whether or not you've had a good day. And tying this back into the topic of discussion, because that's what we're here for. Your criteria for a good day almost becomes your mini daily mission, right? The criteria in itself isn't enough to be your main mission, but it's certainly something you can wake up to every single day and think, this is what I need to get done. Just today, I've got to get it done. And then you wake up tomorrow. I've got to get it done today, just today. And you take it one day at a time, right? Now, before we get stuck into today's exercise, which is going to be centered around creating our own mission and setting this good day criteria, I want to finish on a very quick story. 
Up until recently, I had been someone who would get caught up on my achievements for a very, very long time. Like a fucking geek. And for so long, I wondered why I felt like an imposter and why I wasn't really proud of myself. And I realized it was because I was holding on to a past version of myself that no longer existed, right? There's always the footy side of me that I held on to. You know, I was VFL listed. I got recruited into state. I won all these awards. I was a fucking, you know, a jet when I was younger. I held on to those things for so long because they're cool and I fucking loved having that footy boy identity. It makes you feel indestructible. But then I realized that I was living in the past. You know, I was no longer putting in the same level of effort to chase those dreams, which meant I was no longer that person. And as a result, I felt like an imposter. And so tying this into the marathon that I ran recently, I made it my number one priority to avoid doing the same. Because I knew that the day after I finished that marathon, I was no longer that person. The weeks leading up to it, I was training for a marathon. The four hours or whatever it was that I was running it, four and a half hours, I was running a marathon. But after that, I was just a dude who did a marathon in the past. And so, yeah, it was a great achievement. I'm super proud of it. But I also understood that it was in the past. And I'm only going to be known for what I'm doing today. And so even if people do remember the marathon for a long period of time, deep down, I will know what I'm doing today. And that's all that matters. And so that's exactly why I dive straight into Muay Thai. Because I didn't want to give myself time to get caught up on what I'd achieved. And it was really important to me that I kept that ball rolling onto bigger and better things. And funnily enough, before I'd even left Thailand to come back to Australia, I'd teed up the Goggins Challenge, which is what I'm doing in a couple of weeks. And then, of course, I'm going to have another mission after that. So I always have something on the horizon and I'm not living off of my previous and past achievements. So the key point here, make sure that once you do complete a mission, you move on to the next one. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself living through your past achievements, which very slippery slope. Gentlemen, day three, complete. We are now going to do our exercise. And as you can probably guess, it's going to be and simple. But again, don't let the simplicity fool you because the result of this exercise can truly be life-changing over a long enough time scale if you allow it to be. So what we're going to do is set three effort-based good day criteria and our current mission is very simple. It's the action plan we put together on day one, which we should still be following. So that's our mission. But what we're going to do, open up our workbook. There is a space to write out three effort-based criteria in order to ensure we have a good day. Gentlemen, if you have any questions, shoot them to me on Instagram. Send me an email. Otherwise, I will chat to you tomorrow for another epic day of unlocking masculine excellence.